Welcome right here to Comedy on Edge presents the chat show. That's right, we've got a new name. The podcast formerly known as Comedy on Edge, the podcast is now known as the chat show. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. Apart from the name, not much has changed. You can still find the podcast on iTunes at the old link. You can still find it on the website, comedyonedge.com. Thank you guys for listening in. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, give us some feedback. Heck, you want to sponsor us? We're open to that. Heck, even the cigarette companies. No, not really. Are we allowed to do that? I don't know. If any of that, please feel free to tweet us at Comedy on Edge or send us an email, info at comedyonedge.com. Thank you guys for listening. If you're on iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review, or heck, just tell us what you think Josh Cohen's role is on the podcast. We don't know, and we'd love to have some suggestions. Well, guys, thank you for listening. It's time for the episode. Let's hit the music. Ready to Comedy on Edge presents the chat show. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. It is a full house at Edge HQ. Jasmine, the intern's here. Lester is on the dials. And we don't have microphones for them, so you're probably not going to hear much from them here. But they're here anyway, ladies and gentlemen. The reason is we've got, coming to the Adelaide Fringe Festival and maybe a few other appearances, we've got three blokes telling jokes. And we should introduce them. By first. Our first guest is one of the blokes, Scott Dietrich. How are you, buddy? Good, mate. How are you? Oh, good, good. First time on the podcast. So excited to have you, mate. It is. Podcast virgin right here. Oh, so. we're popping the cherry. That's nice. I'm, I'm glad I put out new sheets on the couch. That's be, good. Be what, what's what's my title? Like, I've listened to some of your podcasts and everyone seems to get a title. Do I get a title? Well, you, you're, a just a you're a guest. You're a guest, which oh, okay. means, yeah, like we've got... Lester is the assistant producer. Lester is the producer, but he kept stuffing up, so we demoted him to assistant producer. I see. Okay. Jasmine's the intern. She'll get she'll get a title once she's done a few more podcast appearances. So you're just the guest. And this next this next gentleman, he's been on. I think this is about your third or fourth appearance. Third go. Third. third so, you, ladies and gentlemen, you, no need for the introduction. So we'll skip him. Now that is Andrew Barnett. If you're tuning in for the first time, how are you, buddy? Excellent, mate. I'm very excited to be back in the uh, Edge HQ. It is well. You, yeah, you've have you recorded in this this wing of the HQ before? I have. I've recorded in this studio, um, as they call it in the recording industry, and yeah. and the uh, the other studio that has a television in it, where nice. which is actually today was the green room. Where we've the been, gre- yeah, uh, it is. We've been the watching green room. some cricket. We are. Yes, that's right. Depending when this comes out, you're either watching a Test match 2020 or one day cricket. Yeah, but it, it was it cricket is, though. Now we are record. We record these, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know. We could record them in advance. So this one is on day one of the fifth test at the SCG, and Australia's not doing too good. No, not at this stage. But we should um, before we get in the band. We should introduce the third bloke telling jokes. He is also a returning guest, Matty B. How are you, buddy? I am very well, thanks, mate. Now you've come. You've said I said, what do you guys want to talk about? And you go, I've got a list of things to discuss. I had a thing to a talk thing. about. Well, I think I know. Short sure. list, man. Yeah, I, mean, I know Scotty's pretty keen to talk about the cricket, so I think we should <laughs> we should get into that. I, re- I really shouldn't have said that before. I was actually hopeful that we'd be recording in the studio with the television because one of the things I've always wanted to do is um is call a uh, a delivery of Test cricket, and uh, now I ca- I can't do that. Oh, well, well I, I'm sure I, if we got a bit more, no, I'm not. I'm with Vodafone. I can't we could get do coverage it. for it. <laughs> we, we could we could do it old school, you know, with like the two sticks. And- Oh, yeah, and it's she's hit it out too. <laughs> well, you can push it into the offside. <laughs> well, actually, this is fun. Like, there might be a vacancy. Skull, Kerry O'Keefe. It's his last call for the ABC. So, you got any? Or you want to audition for Skull's replacement? 
Uh, I don't. I don't think I've got the laugh for that. I don't. I don't think anyone's got all the, the laugh stories, for that. mate. He's got fucking belting stories, Kerry. He's a champion. He has lived a life, that man. Oh, see, I can't genius. stand his. Com- I hate. I hate. I hate comics who laugh at their own material, and he laughs. That fucking laugh annoys me. Oh, and he laughs at his own. Like yeah. sometimes he hasn't even finished, and he starts <laughs> laughing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. That's a good idea. Maybe I could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the ABC's listening. You've I'm got, available. You've but got I, it, mate. I like the different approaches to cricket commentary. Like he's got the st- like the ABC because it's radio. They they really put you in the game. Like they explain what's going on. They talk about f- with Channel Nine. There, I think there's been a change in the last couple of years. Like like Bill Laurie's now only he only does the MCG test, and he just he crams all these little hype into one. Did you watch the who watched the Boxing Day test? I watched that. Did you watch the session watch where it was where Australia just dominated England? Which that was all test yeah. match, mate. No, 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 no. The, the, the first, that session where Johnson got the breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. Bill got in and just every single ball, got him, yes, got him, yes. It's like, Bill, we're at commercial break, buddy. <laughs> they haven't bowled a ball. Yeah, Bill, um, it was good. It's weird, but it's been a weird summer for that, having like the old blokes that you grew up with not really there. Like, Richie hasn't been there all summer. No, nah, Richie, he was car accident. He's not, he's out for the summer. Tony's dead. Yeah. I thought, see, I thought they could have yeah. could have been more gentle breaking that team. Yeah. Any um, family members of Tony who are yeah. listening, I haven't talked to him for a while. Tony's dead. All He's right. dead. I, I actually went to, sc- I actually went to school heart. with his son, so if he remembers me, sorry, I'm sorry. really sorry. Yeah, sorry, I'm not. <laughs> you're not. You're not a not a fan of Tony. I have no problem with Tony or uh, at all, but that doesn't change the fact that he's dead. But did you think like like obviously Channel Nine must have seen this coming that these that three people go- die? Yeah, well, yeah, well, not that. Well, obviously, uh, like Richie's in his almost ninety. Yeah, when the average age of your workforce is yeah. seventy five, you've got to expect <laughs> these things to happen. Well, I want to know, know like, why they didn't even think. Well, we could just get Billy Birmingham to just do the. Co- no one would yeah, have noticed, right? He, he could have just imitated all of them. Yeah. I thought the same. Like thing. Richie could have just made some notes, and he's like, okay, midday, you talk about um. You know, the time that Chucka, Chucka Lang bowled a full toss to Bradman and Bradman hit it for five. And then, you know, or you could talk about... That, you've never... You clearly don't know Richie's stories. He hit him for five. How, hit, does, how does that it work? It goes into an item of clothing or equipment from the fielding team that's, a, uh, that's on the field. Oh, like five runs, my friend. Or it gets it's stuck in the fence. Yeah, it gets stuck in the it's fence. It's a very low probability one. There, uh, there's all sorts Has of... Has it ever happened? Or it did happen that one time? It's, I think it's ha- it's happened before. It has like five, and it's happened quite a bit. It happened I've in one of the twenty twenties. You see it hit the helmet behind mm. the keeper every now mm. and then. But back in Bradman's day, there were no helmets, so you got to think, how did that happen? That's true. Yeah, there was did no someone just leave so it's got to hit equipment. Yeah, it's it got to hit like if you like if it hits you in the face. No, <laughs> no, no five. No, no five. No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. No, Unless really. you run five while the ambulance is just carting right. you off. Yeah, yeah. the hole. Like a but heartless person. No five for not having a broken face. That's yeah, like, right. you, you're wearing a helmet to not have a broken face. You don't get rewarded with five runs. Five runs yeah. for a broken face. You, yeah, yeah. You, you, if you're wearing the equipment, it's not, uh, doesn't count. But uh, yeah, say the, say that the helmet's on the ground somewhere. Yeah, that's They five. normally put the helmet goes behind the wicket keeper. And, you yeah. know, the... When Matty Wade was our keeper, that, that was a real problem, them hitting them. Because <laughs> he missed a few as they went through. Have you been watching any of the uh, Big Bash, the 2020s? I went, I was down, I only got to see six O's washed out this year, the Hurricanes versus Adelaide Strikers. Where was that that it got washed out, Mark? Oh, it would be Hobart. It's a rare one. Hobart. Rain in Hobart? I, that's, that's, on. my, that's my hometown. I think we're, we're, he's calling back to it. The Hurricanes, <laughs> they had a good, they didn't win the other night, but they're, they're a good team. They, 
Why are, they called the, why are they called the hurricanes? We don't have hurricanes here. It's uh, yeah, it's not well named. Is it that would suggest that would suggest some sort of tropical uh, climbs. Right. Yeah, there. and <laughs> some of the other teams' names are really appropriate. Like Perth are called the Scorchers, and that's fucking right. yeah. bang on. That's, yeah, yeah. But Hobart, it should be the Hobart Cyclones, late 70s. Shouldn't or, it? Or is that the Hobart late 70s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Hobart, your cousin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, what, 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 there's the Adelaide Strikers. The, yeah, they strike the ball. Yeah. The yeah. Melbourne Renegades. And the unions are very strong in Adelaide. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, that's well. <laughs> the Brisbane Heat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just. Like, that, should, that should be called the Brisbane Humidity, a, but. Yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> this is a poor second to the scorchers, really. Aren't yeah, they? Yes. <laughs> well, you could you could take that further and call it like the Brisbane ball sweat. Or <laughs> just you know, if you really Brisbane want to make it accurate, <laughs> don't want to talk up Brisbane too much, mate. <laughs> we got the Sydney with Sydney Thunder and the Sydney Stars. Yes, Sydney Thunder haven't won a game in like two years. Oh man, they are fucking amazing at losing cricket. They're I, so good at it. I watched the game the other night and. With, I don't know, maybe 20 balls to go, they had a one. Like, it was mm. just impossible for them to lose, and they managed it. And they've done this for, like, two years in a row yeah. now. Like, well, this is this year they're unlucky because they've gotten close. Like, they've got Mike Hussey who's just dominating, but they're just... No, I went and watched them last year. They had Chris Gale, and it was Hurricanes versus the Thunder down at Blunston. We got the match. It was a nice sunny day. It's quite warm, actually. Was but it a scorcher? It, was was a, it? it wasn't a scorcher. There was <laughs> no hurricane. <laughs> actually, no, there has, there has been a mini cyclone in Hobart, so... A balmy 17 and a half degrees, it in was. Um, yeah. Yeah. But with the uh, wind chill factor, that did make it feel like 12. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it was beach weather. It was beach Crap. weather. <laughs> but the whole thing, Chris Gale was their big import. They spent all their salary cap on Chris Gale. He batted for two balls and then he bought. But while he was, like, you see the, because with the 2020, they're on the sidelines. They don't, they're not in the dressing room. Chris Gale was pretty much sitting next to me because we had really good seats. The whole time he was just sitting there listening to his iPod. None of the other Thunder people were talking to him. The same time, Ricky Ponting was playing for the, um, the Hurricanes. Ricky's talking, he's chatting, he's signing autographs. The only time Chris Gale got up was when, and this, this girl should get a, or she got a reward for it. This girl managed to sneak onto the ground, pick up his thigh pad and just walk off with it. <laughs> like she just, everyone's like, just assume she's, oh, she's on the ground, she's there. She just picked up, picked up, and credit to her, because I reckon he would, if it was a bat, she probably wouldn't have got away with it. But a thigh pad's a pretty obscure bit of equipment. She Interesting choice of equipment. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really well played. Well, she, yeah, she just walked off, and then Chris Gale's just like, can I, um, can I just give a shout out to all the lady listeners who, uh, who might have been a bit uh, hesitant to come see an Adelaide Fringe Festival uh, named Three Blokes Telling Jokes, thinking, oh, this is going to be too blokey. I think we've won them over. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I really said let's not talk around. about cricket for half an hour. Oh, we we seem were, to be fucking managing it. Always were the ladies' man, weren't you, Scotty? Oh, well, I try, you know. Hey, going back to the, it's interesting, we were talking about Channel 9 um, and the age of their commentary team. You said, well, you know, they're getting old. I, I did a corporate gig just uh, a while ago before Christmas, and one of the companies that, that was their Christmas party was a, um, they run retirement homes. And so I said to the dude who'd booked me, I said, well, you know, tell me a little bit about the business. And one of the big um, points of pride for him was the average age of their residents was actually quite a bit higher than um, most Retirement villages. That's which, a good um, selling point. Which is, he said, he goes, because... Did they win an award for that or something? Is there an award, like, for keeping them alive? No, no, best, no, I think no, they no, don't no, get no. investigated. It's not the keeping... <laughs> They're not on scene, as seen <laughs> on a current affair. Oh, no, 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 no. You guys are thinking about this the wrong way. His point of view was, they're older... So they're more likely to be what they call contract uplift opportunities. 
<laughs> Meaning they die. Now we can put someone else in there and charge them money again. So he says, from an investment point of view, we're much more attractive than our wow. competitors. And I was like, wow, that is just a morbid way to... That's properly dealing in human flesh. Yeah. And like... I was I was wondering, you know, when you're like corporate gigs can be awkward anyway. Like <laughs> these, these people, I was worried about going dark with these people after that. After I heard that, I thought, no, I'm pretty See, I think pretty he's just—I <laughs> just think he's given you the out. Like you get up because corporates can go. You can either kill or you can die. If you die on stage, you just walk off to go. Oh, sorry, mate, I just gave you an opportunity to hire another comedian. You, you've, you've, <laughs> you've adopted his business plan, yeah. so you're in a no-lose situation. Yeah, as long as he honors that contract and doesn't just uplift it wholesale and give it to someone else. But yeah, it was um, it was a strange. Uh, we, we say over Chrissy, like I went because I did go down to Tassie where I'm from, and I had to visit my nan's. My nan, both my nan and pop are in nursing homes. My nan's in a high dementia ward. Like she doesn't know what that is. She doesn't know anything. So we went in and said good day. But while we were there, this, there was this old lady walking around, and she was trying to make conversation with everyone. But the only thing she could say was "How now, brown cow?" Like she's she's walking up to the nurse. "How now, brown cow?" And she walked up to me. She goes. How now, as they say. And I'm like, brown cow. She goes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, this is this is great. Like, uh, I had a 10-minute conversation. <laughs> my yeah. bus trip on the way over here, I had a fucking absolute special crazy person on. Like, I walked on the bus, and I thought this dude was up the back. Whoa, talking. on a Sydney bus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. In, in Marrickville. Outrageous. Come on. I got on the bus, and I thought this dude was talking on his phone. And then I hear him say, hello, uh, Newtown Police Station. Yeah, I want you to come and take away Mr. Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> They've yeah. got, they never caught Mr. Bubbles, did they? Not on a phone. Not just, on a phone. Just, <laughs> just talking to himself. And then it, he had this really long conversation with a girl called Gail, who also wasn't present, and informed her that he'd been on this turf for 35 years. Whereas she'd been only on the turf for 11 years. And the turf, not the earth. The turf. The turf. It so he's his... like a big gangster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. He was, t- he was basically, he was explaining to her why he got to deal ice in Marrickville, <laughs> but right. she didn't because he'd been there for, for so much longer. And yeah, it was, it was good. I, I don't think he was dealing as so much as consuming. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's a good, he, you got to sample your product. Yeah. You got to know. That's true. You got to know quality control. That dude knew his product inside out, mate. He really. He was. Has on top ice of it. been around thirty-five years? Did you? I think it's been? I think it's been around longer than we think. I think it's only just been popularized recently. Like pseudo. That's it, mate. It's yeah. like. It's like I, I, I don't think. I think it's been around like in the states. Like it's been a long. I remember reading problem. about it late '90s. Like Rolling Stone had an article on you know the new scourge of like coming through, and then it hit. But thirty-five. Do you reckon he was dealing thirty-five years ago, or? Would he have been pot back then, or he's just graduated? Probably Do you reckon just... he was really on the phone? I mean, well, like, that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Is the he available is... to be a podcast guest? <laughs> the thing is, is like, like in fairness to the guy, he mightn't be crazy because some people do get nervous when they make a phone call. And like, I've been known to, oh, okay, it's a big phone call. I better just rehearse what I'm going to say on the back seat of the bus. But look, it's his turf. <laughs> then again, <laughs> he's established that. Well, have, have we ever thought for a second though? Technology is advanced. He might have an implant phone. He might be... Did you check for Bluetooth? To, yeah. be, to be honest with you, mate, if I was in a financial situation where I had to choose between an a implant phone or like most of my teeth, I would go with teeth. 
But then again, the, the, the cost of maintaining teeth. I've got to go to a dentist next week, like 400 bucks. Like the guy's dealing ice for yeah, coming yeah. out loud. I mean, I've seen the TV shows, aren't you supposed to be rolling deep? Yeah. yeah. Where's his, uh, He might have 80 million in a storage he might have, unit. He might have Bluetooth teeth. Maybe. <laughs> well, it's like, that's all good. Was he on the bus? <laughs> yeah, that's the, what comes back <laughs> to, doesn't it? It was the 428 from Marrickville. Clearly. The, the kingpin of the inner west drug trade doesn't... Just Maybe that's the way he... um You know, because, like, you know, you want to roll up... When you think about it, he, he is rolling in a blue Mercedes, though. Like, <laughs> Maybe he's... <laughs> hey, look, you want to roll with an entourage. You know what I mean? Like, it, to, to his competitors, they're like, geez, that guy's got a bus full of people on yeah, his team. Yeah, like, there's heaps of old Let's not Greek mess ladies. with him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Those Greek ladies are crazy, man. Maybe yeah. he's an environmentalist, and he's just like, well, there's too many cars on the road. I'll just... On the bus. He might have an environmentally friendly product. He might have, he might have been working. Because mm. in fairness, there were other people on the bus who I think also consumed his product. <laughs> yeah. So he might have just been doing some market You've research. You've got to go where the people are. Exactly. You know, you want to exactly. sell cocaine, you go to Martin Place. You want to sell ice, you got to go to a bus. Speaking of ice, by the way. That's um, what you wanted to talk about. When did this, <laughs> yeah. when did this become a drug so dealing so tip? So hey, you've vetoed cricket. We've got to talk about something we can all relate to. Uh, uh, this I'll, one's for the ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies can use ice. I've this seen some ice. This is pertinent to the ladies. On, oh. When I was driving down um, this morning, there was a story on the news on the radio about a woman who stabbed another woman 15 times with a piece of glass because she had her child out past midnight on New Year's Eve. So just, <laughs> I think you're a bad parent. Stab, stab, stab. Well, I mean... So sorry, a... she didn't have... The lady doing the stabbing, it wasn't her child. No, no. She was just making a, a, like a, a call on, you had your own child out, so I think I can stab you. 15 times. Wow. With a piece of broken glass. <laughs> There's that other lady that stabbed... Someone with a with a porcelain squirrel or something. For what? For not bringing beer home. <laughs> Some lady. Hey, we've all been there we've in the states. And her, her hus- husband or boyfriend, whatever partner, came home and he came home without beer, and she really wanted beer, and so she cracked the shits and stabbed him with like a porcelain squirrel well, or something. If that's the closest thing to hand, I suppose. Yeah, that's, you, know, that's, you, that's you got to work with what you've got. But the whole <laughs> thing, like on New Year's Eve, I was out at the fireworks, and it was about three a.m., which lined up for a train, and there were. There were kids out with like in prams, and I, I was judging. I was going, can you believe that? What are you going to kid out of this hour for? You know, if I, I don't but know. Did you read the I did, nearest glass? No, because it was North Sydney. They only had plastic cups, so yeah, <laughs> right. they thought about this. They thought yeah. about this, and you weren't weren't really prepared to go the prison style shank. You weren't that committed to it. It was New Year's Eve. It was a bit late. Yeah, I wasn't feeling. thinking. I, I left my toothbrush usually, at home. Yeah, yeah. He usually carries a sharpened toothbrush. It's what you got at hand. The only thing I think we had a balloon. Someone gave us a balloon in the crowd. Well, you could, it was a ribbon, so I couldn't really garrot the lady with it. Yeah. It was not strong enough. Yeah, you'd have to like hold it down and make it eat it. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just wondering, what, like that lady who thought I'm going to stab this lady for having it. Did she think? Well, if I stab her, the kid will probably go to a more responsible relative or... I think it's just about setting an example. Yeah. And she's done a good job of that. Yeah. Well, what, what, actually, well, the whole thing we've got at the moment, Sydney, it's an epidemic, the coward's punch. Mm. Like, it's sadly on New Year's Eve, another um, innocent victim was punch, one punch sent to hospital. Was that the cross? Was that the one in the... Yeah, the yeah, King's yeah, yeah, cross? yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, I'm not casting aspersions, but the picture I said, the, guy's got, the guy who did it's got bitch tits, so I'm guessing he's on steroids. But he's just, <clears throat> his, fa- his Facebook page is like, because he's in jail or whatever, his Facebook page is completely open. 
And so someone's actually gone through his Facebook page and just started taking photos out of it and has made a community about him, but is writing it, you know, humorously. Like, and then oh, starting really? to add these wacky photos. Wow. This is my mum and this is my <laughs> I think our producer's sister and this oh, is... Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> producer's got, just making notes. He's just making yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's There's going to check that out legal after. edit points. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So that that's... Because obviously, like, this guy's cowardly. Because I think it, I agree it should be renamed Not a King Hit, a Coward's Punch. Because it is. But that's pretty gutsy to do that. Like... Mm. You know, just let's let's parody, you know, an attempted murderer. It was done so quickly too, like because oh. I was just I I was like fascinated by it, and I saw someone had posted it on Twitter, and I looked at it, and at first I went, it looked like it was a under the guise of being a support page for this guy, which made me really angry. So yeah, I, like, yeah. I'm like, hey, why would you be supporting this monkey? And then I started looking into it further, and it's like quite obviously like some sick kind of weird parody, but it does go some way to, I don't know. It's an interesting point of view, <laughs> like you know. What are you laughing at? He called him a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I found that odd too. <laughs> Ape. Nope. Not nope. any better. No. He is Caucasian, so there's no risk of it being referred as a racist. Yeah, term. it wasn't racist. Yeah. We're not, we're not like... getting into Eddie Maguire monkey gate business. No. <laughs> that, that was last year. That was a big... Actually, looking forward, like you guys, obviously you got to spend February, you're in Adelaide for the Fringe Festival. What dates are they? We, uh, we've got, what is it? The 14th, 14th the to the 23rd of February. At the Piglet Gluttony. And yep. tickets are available. Are they ava- on sale yet? Yeah, yep. Fringe too. We've, uh, we've been fucking, we've been shifting some numbers, mate. You're shifting I, numbers? I had a look yesterday. We've sold six tickets. Whoa, that is. <laughs> really? Yeah, I know. I was yeah. surprised. On the well. one night or over? Yeah, oh, opening night, baby. They are fucking banging for it. Ladies and gentlemen, 14th of February, get your Valentine's Day tickets now. This will sell out. I'm calling it now. It's going to be a sold out opening night. Oh, is it night. Valentine's yeah. Day? Yeah. And like, is it Valentine's Day? One more for the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> the la- no, no wonder he's on. <laughs> My girlfriend and I do not buy into the, uh, the Hallmark card occasion that is Valentine's Day. Well, Come, I mean, as a marketer, surely you can appreciate their... Uh, yeah, the job they've done convincing us that that's the only oh, time genius. life is appropriate. But as a marketer, I understand exactly where it's coming from, so I'm not fooled by it. So I'm lucky with Val. <laughs> My girlfriend's birthday is the day after Valentine's Day, so I just got the combined gift. You know, you just put in the card, you "Happy Birthday slash Valentine's Day." So, so what? You don't <laughs> you don't have to do double trouble? No, no, no. I don't have to do like. She's she doesn't like me wasting my money, so See, she doesn't be, want the two cards. That's nice of her because that would just be for me fucking up two days in a row. Like that would be really bad if that happened. The only thing I got to remember so... is, and I got to remember, I can never remember if her birthday's the thirteenth or the fifteenth. I know it's either side of Valentine's Day. I've just got to, thankfully, fate. Hey, fate. Jasmine, the intern, just said, "Mark, I just said Facebook's there for me." Well, I just, I have, I have never been a better friend since that. Then since the advent of Facebook, because all of a sudden it's just all these people's birthdays and like significant events that suddenly, and you know what the trick to it is, send it a text so you don't let them know yeah. that you saw it on Facebook. Hello, <laughs> ah, that's good thing. I've been yeah. I've been getting all just astrological with it too because like I don't really buy into astrology, but then I'll see it's three different of my friends' birthdays on one day, and I'll go. Yeah, they kind of are the same, aren't they? Like, uh, I've never thought of that, actually. I sort of look at it and go, yeah. They twins, must be in it. fairness, two of those people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Nelson brothers, you know, <laughs> they look alike, they dress alike. <laughs> and that, yeah, that's all to do with when they were born. Yeah. Not, not at all to do with 
No, no. But but I I don't know. It started making Look, me weirdly it's not just astrological. When they were born, it's like what phase the moon's in, and if Jupiter's in the whatever quadrant in Uranus. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were thinking it. You were yeah. thinking it. <laughs> yeah, no. It's yeah. That's. It's yeah, but I, so I always thought with astrology, like you read those. Those, like you That's read the your stars, you thought, yeah, well, yeah, no, but I mean, it's a case of if you read, like, you're going to have a good day, you're going to do that, you're going to think, oh, yeah, it puts your plants a seed in your mind, and then when, like, it said, you're going to make a decision today, and you go, oh, yeah, I've got it because every day you've got to make a decision, right? I will make a decision, yeah, and there you go. So it's like, oh, well, that's typical Virgo or whatever. What star sign is everyone? I'm Virgo, I'm an Aquarian, Aquarian. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why, and, and, and that is yeah. why I hate astrology, man. It's like that's such an Aquarian thing to say. Yeah. You're what, an Aquarian. what are you? Barney? I'm a Gemini. Gemini. I think I'm a Taurus. You don't think you I know? Think I'm you a Taurus. You must. Know. Sorry, what was that, Jasmine? I'm Taurus. Taurus. Jasmine, What's you turned Taurus. Twenty first April. I'm thirtieth. Is that Taurus? Yeah. Yeah. Is that Taurus? You really didn't know. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You can't I, have hair that long. Look, he's a customer. <laughs> and not know that shit, man. Like, come and on. he juggles too. So yeah. it's just like... You fucking juggle and you drive a van. Come on. <laughs> hey, don't don't label me. <laughs> what he's not saying is he doesn't know because he's a cusper, right? He's right oh, on the, the cusp uh, of Taurus and what the fuck comes next. Wasn't Whatever. it a couple of years ago Whatever they the tried one. to introduce yeah. a new star sign? Like no, there, there, there was a couple know. of years ago they said, "Oh, we found no, we found a new star sign," and they bumped all the new. No, they bumped all the dates forward. Oh, I think really? they fitted in around like it meant. Yeah, so I was switching from no a Virgo one, to a Leo. Did, did they, so I could be something. See, I don't think it took. Yeah, it, I, I, I don't could think be it something completely new that I don't you care about. You could be a new star you, sign. Yeah. You, could be, you could be a Big Dipper. What would that be? I'd I want to be a hurricane. Does that, does that therefore mean that up until that point in astrology, absolutely without doubt, everything they said before was bullshit? Yeah, I think they did it like everyone moves. Like it's, I would have moved from being Virgo to Leo. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I'm on the fringes of that. That's oh, way more accurate now. We've got yeah. 13 stars. Uh, and, <laughs> and that third one, mate, it's all about the baker's dozen when it comes to like just hocus pocus pseudoscience. That's exactly. But then again, you talk about that, and this is another, maybe I, I read another the article. Astrologers dozen. <laughs> we talk about like them discovering a new whole star sign. I read somewhere the other day, scientists discovered a new part of the knee. In Belgium, they were doing a dissection. And they found a new part. Now, I would think the star sign thing is a bit different, but the, to find a new bit in the knee, how many knee reconstructions have been done over the year? And just to find... What do you oh, mean they found a bit? new bit of the knee? They were dissecting there was, there's a new... Do you know... There was, a, there was a bookcase in the knee, and they just pulled one book forward, and this whole secret... <laughs> 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 it's amazing. <laughs> That was some part, like part case. of the ligament, or so I don't know. I barely read. I'm not. Well, and so it's just been hiding in everyone that's ever been. Yeah, born it's ever. just. I think they move one, and oh, that's actually a two part ligament rather than oh, one. I see. Like, oh, so. yeah. But I mean, that's pretty. F- like that is not anywhere near as exciting as you build it up to be, Mark. It's not meant to be. It was a just new a part, like a new part of. Yeah, the but I'm knee. just saying, like we're just like, not a new part of the knee. That is the, a part that they already knew about. They just no, had that, it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, they. But that's still. I mean, how many? T- how many years have we been? Poking around with the knee. I mean, you know, how many knee... Rec- I, Kevin Nash, the wrestler, he's had 14 knee reconstructions. 14 times they've been in there and they didn't realise, oh, fuck, there's another bit we missed. He obviously never broke that bit, obviously. Well, obviously, but, I mean, 14 times, you think... You think if you're opening someone's knee up 
You think, oh, let's have a poke around, see if anything else is wrong. Yeah, I don't think they do. They don't. No, I don't think no. they I think it's pretty they business. They, they, Once they, they get in, get out. <laughs> Once they get yeah. someone open on the table, it's pretty much like, let's fucking work out how to get this person sewed up and back to... Because there's a chance they might die. <laughs> oh, on a knee reconstruction? Yeah. Really? My friend went in for a knee reconstruction and the nurse went in and um, drew, like, all like you know how they text her? Yeah, on yeah, your, yeah, yeah. Anyway, she came in and did it on him. And then uh, he had to say, oh, excuse me, it's the other knee. What was more alarming is she'd drawn a cock and ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he came out with a cock. It's <laughs> 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 awkward to go to the toilet next to him. And yeah, yeah, it's totally. He gets it everywhere. <laughs> it's arousing too for some. That's why when you go to hospital now, they, they put a tag on your wrist and on your ankle or something like that for that reason. In case they become people, separated. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. People started getting having the wrong operations done on them and everything like that. And so they oh, wow. so they check both to make sure that the wrong tag hasn't been put on. If the tags don't match, they don't start the operation or something like it that. It all comes wow. down to admin. People had their legs lopped off and stuff like that. And it, it all was comes the wrong... Yeah, it comes down to admin. Everything, yeah. everything comes down. Yeah. You just need to get yeah. your admin right, Absolutely. no matter what you're doing. Absolutely. So I can understand getting the left and right knee. Like you know, it's it's you get those. Just confused. hold your hold your um hold your left hand up, and it makes an L mark. That's how you tell the difference. Ah. So I'm teaching my five year old that at the moment. You can tell he's got kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so got. Kids. He always say it takes like you go. Come on, mate, left. And uh, it's a it's about a thirty second thing of him staring at both his hands, <laughs> trying to remember what an L looks like, and then yeah. How old's this kid? He's twenty three. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> had him just tested. as you say, as you say <laughs> that. Lester, the producer's playing with his hands, going. Jesus! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I never. Oh, I never oh. got, that's the first time I've heard oh. that one. Like, that's going to work when I'm driving. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I can finally get my license. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, if I cup it, it also makes a C. Does that mean I have to go centre? <laughs> <laughs> What's the hardest thing to teach? Like you got the little ones. What's the hardest thing to teach them? Like for me, it took me a while to learn how to tie shoelaces. Yeah, I haven't taken tackled that one to uh, full on yet with him because he's um, yeah, I don't know five. I was talking actually asking this um, asking uh, uh, a comic recently who's a kindergarten teacher what age they should. He goes, "Don't worry about it for kindergarten." So I was like, "Sweet, pass." I know um, who you mean. That same comic also, I said, what advice would you give to any aspiring kindergarten teachers? And he said, never tie kids' shoes because they're covered in urine. He goes, if, I have, if in my class, if someone has to have their shoes tied, I get one of the other kids Mate, to I've do got it. two small boys. Most of my house is covered in urine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how they roll. <laughs> but at least they're related to, you know, he's just like, he's like, I'm not dealing with other kids. The, you know what the hardest thing to teach him is, speaking of urine, is when you go, you take him to a urinal. Um, with this, especially the, the, the five-year-old's got the hang of it now, but the three-year-old, um, will still, um, put one hand against the wall when he pees, um, which at his height of urine activates the water, is about, which is about, you know, and human I, height. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you, and I, the, the hardest thing, don't touch the metal. Have don't you, touch have the you metal. Been, have you been like sort of strict on them as far as the, like... Do you, do you encourage the duds down urinal technique? Oh, or you have you... to. Oh, at that to. age, you have to because um they will just get it everywhere. Right. It's a, that's that's a survival technique. Right. Um, and I... that was the other thing I asked that uh, that other comic is what age because the 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 big one's going to school next year. Is at what age is it time to tell him look 
Don't need to go all the way down. Don't dack yourself to yeah. take a week. And, um, and part of me's got this thing where it'd be pretty funny if he was still doing it at like 17. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was normal. But, I, uh, you don't I, want to be the father of that kid. <laughs> one of, might be, might one of my strongest memories of year five was just this one kid in our year who was in year five and still duds down at the urinal and nah. just, he couldn't, he couldn't quite. <laughs> at I that, point, know, at I, that point, it's a power play. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I dare you. Like, I dare, next time you're at a urinal in a pub, that's <laughs> down the whole way. I, I guarantee. I tell you, I do. Blokes will not mess with you. Look at this dude. He's obviously either super tough or super crazy. <laughs> either way, let's steer clear. When, when I've had a lot to drink, I will occasionally do the um, eye of the snake, like down the bottom. Of the shorts. Oh, that freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> See, that means you've either got really short shorts or... What, you're so... <laughs> yeah, he does. He short, short shorts. shorts. <laughs> Very short shorts. Now, he's also got skinny legs to get him <laughs> yeah, out exactly. the leg of his short. But, but that, you're so drunk you can't undo your zipper. Yeah, well, that's... No, it's it's more that I am that desperate to urinate oh, that the process is quicker to just... It's not, lazy, the it's, not, it's not laziness, it's desperation. This has yeah. got to appeal to the ladies. Three <laughs> blokes telling jokes. Yeah, right. I, think, I think you could be auditioning for puppetry of the penis with that one. Look, it's an effective technique. It's an eff- I've uh, never thought of even trying that one. You've never gone. No, you're, a, you're a larger thigh man like myself. It's, it's <laughs> not as easy I also favour the... Try and roll the leg. I also favour the three-quarter shorts. They're a bit longer. Yeah, no. The, the old capri pant. Yeah. yeah. You get the, no, you get the ones that tie up at the bottom too. It's really hard to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Have, to, you have to start in a footy short because it's pretty much hanging out the bottom already. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then slowly but surely you can get to the point where like, Knee length, you realise that with the appropriate technique, it's just whip it up. It's what? <laughs> it's what? <laughs> what? So, Leslie, if you're going to this show, definitely you see Maddie. Just ask him to show you the technique. I'm sure. Is it an out? It's is you go? Is it what sort of venue is? Is it a tent or am I? It's a tent. Yeah, I believe is it so. The piglet yeah. tent. It's so go, just ask Maddie. Take him around the back of the tent and just yeah, it'll, it'll show you the technique. There, there's a marketing ploy. That should that should shift some units. I'm not sure it's a unit. You probably uh, is that a euphemism? <laughs> it's it is what it is. I think you may have just told the general public that I'm giving wristies at Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> hey, festivals are an expensive time, mate. Someone's got to pay for your posters. I, you've done well selling six tickets. I don't think that's going to cover your costs. No, not so far. Not no. so far. But How are you getting down there, to Adelaide? Fly, drive, walk. We're flying. Maddie's driving. I'm, dri- I'm driving my fucking hippie van, apparently, as it's, as I've now been labelled. Yeah. Um, we'll just have to paint your star sign on the side so yeah, you yeah. remember. Yeah. yeah. yeah just <laughs> I'm buying you a Magic Happen sticker. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one. He's got one. Please. It's all, it's all, you know, I actually, when I bought the van, I had to scrape off all the, like, I fish and I vote. <laughs> so now, it just, now it just says I fish. I, vo- well, I, I, just, I just left I vote. Yeah. A few that, of the, I vote. Yeah. For, for uh, people passing you in traffic, like conservative people, that must be the most worrying sticker they see. Yeah. Oh, oh that, <laughs> that explains a lot. Democracy. This is what you get with democracy. Bullshit. Long haired blokes driving 80 on the freeway. Oh, you're not Voting. Guy, are you? yeah, well, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's it's, it's it uphill, yes, yeah, up, uphill, or if it's over about thirty three degrees outside, then you just can't you can't give it too much mustard on the freeway because the the temperature gauge. Rises. When are you leaving for Adelaide? Maybe yeah. <laughs> I think you should have right left yesterday. This. Yeah. yeah, no, I've got uh, I've got uh, three quarters of a tank of petrol. So. <laughs> 
That'll get you there. You're definitely doing wristies to get to Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Truck stop. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll stop at parks and just, you know, fucking blow someone. And then... <laughs> yeah, but how are you going to make money? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's a working holiday, mate. You've got yeah. to uh, have some leisure time in there as well, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. A little time for you. Exactly. Stop, and revive, survive. survive. <laughs> Stand the truck driver. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. How, how, many, how long does it take to drive to Adelaide? Uh, many, is, you, is it a week? I is Google it? mapped it. Um, and I think it's like 15 hours driving time in a normal car. So <laughs> I'm leaving a week. To, yeah, I think that's because friends of the show, Liz Counter, uh, Liz Stevens and Aaron Counter, they did a show in Adelaide a couple of years ago and they'd planned to drive down the week before floods and they had to fly. So fuck, so you just beware of the floods. See, so yeah, that's, that was, they would, so got something you know that we don't? Well, I've just, um, you know, I was which talking, way, which way did they drive? Did they I go... am building an ark out the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, you never know. <laughs> that's what 40 cubits looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Did, where did they? Did, where well, they did didn't end flood? up driving. Um, I think it was Central Victoria. Oh, Victoria, so New it South. Was flooded both ways. So they couldn't go like cross country or coastal. Yeah, it was a pretty big floods, and I think it was. Yeah, that's a shitload of flood. Yeah, it's a lot of water. So I think you you, you might be safe for this one because we're. What way are you going, mate? Yeah, how are you going via Melbourne, or are you going direct? Or I think I'm going to go on the way over. I might do do a little bit of um desert driving. Uh, cross the inland way and then I'll come back along the coast. Have you thought of maybe, you know, auctioning off like at eBay, you know, come to the festival, get, you know, drive with, drive along with, are you going on your own or? Well, I'm, I'm planning on, um, picking people up along the way, but I don't want to say too much about that. <laughs> okay. This is, um, <coughs> you're not going sounding... by a Belangolo yeah, forest. Yeah, I was going to say, that one. Yeah. Sounding like a, yeah, this is going to be one of those podcasts where, and uh, Matt was never seen. <laughs> yeah. So, have you guys got like, is the poster easy to change? Two blokes. To two blokes telling jokes. <laughs> two, two blokes telling jokes. It'll be short show. Yeah, just, be... just a solid. Or we yeah, could just, no. If if we do actually find the body, we just wake in a Bernie style. Oh, <laughs> just puppet yes. Maddie on the stage. Oh, <laughs> that is that is gold. Oh, we know all these bits anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, timing. Make sure you get the timing. Yeah, right. well, you're gonna know. do it. Don't. We'll do it. Yeah. Well, we're well, not maybe, gonna half maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe you can get tonight. The voice of Maddie B will be played by, and you can get guest comedians in. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, yeah, I'd like to see some really. of the you know maybe maybe. Oh, get... that'd free up loads of time to get people wristies, man. <laughs> <laughs> You can do the weekend at Bernie side because you only need one hand to hold the mic. The other one's just free wristy as you do. You've got a string out the back. Yeah, oh. Pulley system. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, if this hasn't told, sold you to go see three blokes telling jokes, I don't know what will. So, guys, before we go, Twitter, you're at Matty B. Comic. At Matty B. Comic. Follow him. Andrew. Uh, Mr. A. Barnett. And Scott, you're on Twitter? Yeah, Mr. Scott Detrick. Now, ladies and gentlemen, who wants to do the plugs for the shows? Where can You guys have got a Facebook page, I think, for the show? Yeah, we've got, um, it's just facebook.com forward slash three blokes telling jokes. Sweet. So follow that out. Check it out for more information. I'm sure the show will get another run in other states as well. So if you're in Adelaide, buy tickets. Um, also, Hey, look, even if you're not in Adelaide, just, buy just get on and buy some tickets. They're cheap. Um, that's the main thing. Look, people go, oh, it's good to perform to an audience. I say it's good to have the money an audience would have paid. <laughs> so, uh, where you are. Look, overseas, this gets ratings in Germany. Yeah, Germany. Yeah, well, we recognise the euro. The Oz yeah. dollar's pretty low at the moment. They're yeah. good value tickets. Yeah, Bargain. Jump, jump online, our German friends, and just fucking... 
if I tell you what, if if we can sell out a show exclusively to Germans that aren't coming, that aren't coming, <laughs> Matt will do an Oktoberfest run next year of Risties. <laughs> <laughs> Just Risties or any German that turns up, Risty. No, complimentary Matt, no. Risty. Matt's just... for next solo show will be just called Risties, and the poster will be just like a Twisties packet. It'd be it'd be Ich bin Risty. Ich bin Risty. Ich bin Risty. You know, you know, Detrick's German, right? Oh, oh. and I will be there. <laughs> it's an awkward time in the apartment. <laughs> Do we have our? Own let bedroom? me know. I'll turn the TV up. Yeah, no, three. We have, we've got three seven. Bedrooms. You'll be on the top okay. bunk that night, Andrew. Have you got? Have you got? Oh, what accommodation you got down there? Well, we've uh, we've hired a uh, a goodies bike. Oh no! To be awesome and yeah, yeah triple bunks is it? Oh, yeah, I think yeah. we're just throwing a tarp over that. That was all. <laughs> I, that was all I knew about. It was just. And there's thieves down there, so we'll we'll sleep in shifts. Yeah, <laughs> stay awake for yeah. you. Oh yeah, Maddie, hours. I wouldn't yeah. go via border town on you, on you on your trip down there. <laughs> yeah, I I got a question. The um, like I and if you are, don't play roll out the barrels on the. <laughs> oh, on the... oh, that's <laughs> that hurt. That hurt. Oh, no, just hurt. Just a I just, bit. I think that um, you know. I'm glad you're being sensible because you do have an unreliable car. So going straight through the desert on your way to Adelaide is probably the best um, way to go. I didn't say the car's not reliable, mate. It's just slow. (laughs) You mentioned that if it's over 33 degrees, you've got to slow down. And it can't go into reverse if it's facing downhill. <laughs> so I know a bit about wow. gearboxes, and I can't think of any mechanical reason why. There's no mechanical reason. It's just because you really like do it. need a magic happen. It's really hard. Really so, hard. ladies and gentlemen, two blokes telling jokes coming to the Adelaide Fringe Festival. For check them out on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter. For more information about Comedy on Edge, check out at Comedy on Edge on Twitter or comedyonedge.com. Follow me on Twitter at m underscore w underscore oh. Thank you guys for listening. If you're listening on iTunes, give us a star rating. Helps us a lot and it costs you nothing. And if you like the podcast, tell your friends. Tweet about us. Facebook about us. Shout out a window how good the podcast is. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening. It's been a lot of fun. And Lester, it's time. Hit the music. Hit the music.